0: Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit you will recognize them. Well, let me add my good morning to that of, uh, what was the guy's name, Tom? <laughs> I'll add my good morning to them, and I want to tell you something as I begin this morning. The text is a little bit misleading in terms of what I want to talk about. It does talk about good tree and good fruit, which we'll get back to in just a little bit. But basically what I want to uh, key in on this morning is the concept of being good. Now, when the uh, rich young ruler came to Jesus and, and asked Jesus a question, he said, uh, and this is in Matthew 19, he said, Good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Or to, to access the kingdom. And Jesus said, Why call ye me good? There's none good but God. Okay, so he set a, a parameter. He set a limit, didn't he? He said, there's only one good. And the one that's good is God. And yet, the intention of the commandments is what Jesus said the intention of the commandments in the Old Testament was to make someone good, right? Because that's what the young ruler asked. He said, what what must I do to inherit the kingdom? Inherit eternal life too. And Jesus said, keep the commandments. Basically, what he was saying then was, be good. Learn how to be good. And yet, as we read the Bible, and this is what I want to Bring up to begin with. As we begin to read the Bible, we know from the New Testament that the law did not make people good. It didn't make them good. And the fault wasn't the law, the fault was the individual. Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 19 says, The law made nothing perfect, but the bring in of a better hope did. And then in Galatians chapter 3. At verse 10 through 12 it says, For as many as are are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that continues not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. So if you're going to do the law, you have to do them all in order to be good. And yet man was not able to do them all. There was a problem. It says, No man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith and the law is not of faith but the man that does them shall live in them the unrighteous it's obvious as we read the New Testament the unrighteous the lawless those who are not good cannot come into the kingdom what God was establishing I think we can see this pretty easily just from overview of the New Testament is That God intended to have a place that he was going to populate with good people. If you were to say, what does the world need most today? The answer was, the world needs most today good people. We need good people. We need good people in the government. We need good people in the society. We need good people in the school system. We need good people in the homes. This world needs good people. And so God said, I'm going to establish a kingdom, a place where I want to populate it with good people. That's what the kingdom is going to be made of. First Corinthians 6, at verse 9-11 through 11 says, Know ye not that the unrighteous, those who aren't good, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor Effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. God is saying, if you're bad, you're not going to get in the good place. The good place is the kingdom. So these are not going to get in. He said, and such were some of you, but, he said, you are washed, you are sanctified, You are justified in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of our God. Doing good is a paramount theme in the New Testament. In the songs that we're singing, good works, we should be doing good works. But the point is that doing good is a theme in the New Testament that says that those who follow God must adapt themselves to a purpose of doing good. Right? Luke chapter 6 at verse 33 says, If you do good to them that do good to you, what think have you? Even sinners do also to others. Some people do good things. There's no doubt about that. There's some good things being done. We're not talking about just once in a while a good thing being done by someone who's doing good. But we're talking about an overall theme involving the population. If you lend to them of whom you hope to receive, what thank do you have? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies, do good, lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great. You'll be called the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to evil. So it's saying, be good like your father's good. That's the idea. In 3 John 1 at verse 11, John says, Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that does good is of God, but he that does evil has not seen God. Hebrews 13 at verse 16 says, But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. And then Galatians 6.10 says, as we therefore have opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially those of the household of faith. And then the text that we're most familiar with, among the churches of Christ, has to do with the preaching of the gospel. Paul told Timothy, he said, "From a child, you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scriptures given by inspiration of God is profitable for doctrine, for Reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works we're furnished unto that there are multiple texts that talk about doing good works in the New Testament I think as you read the New Testament you run across them they're just peppered throughout the gospel doing good works Titus chapter 2 at verse 7 Paul said be a pattern Of good works. That's what he told Titus to be. And in 1 Timothy 6 verse 18. He said be rich. In good works. Believers can show the skeptics. Those that don't believe in God. That God is. And that there is a. God that we should be following. By the name of Jesus Christ. And they can do that by. Their good works. 1 Peter chapter 2. And at verse 12 and peter said even in the same book he said to eschew evil and do good so I, I, i'm not i'm not uh, making an argument here basically i'm just saying here we have the new testament just everywhere talking about being good do good do good works now the only one person that we know in the new testament that has without a peer without, a, without a, a companion was Jesus Christ he was good he did not do anything wrong ever everything he did was good and proper and in Acts chapter 10 verse 38 when Peter was talking to Cornelius and his household he said Jesus of Nazareth a man approved of God by what mighty works went about doing good and all he did good Now, there's one other fellow in my research in the New Testament that was said to be good. Now, I don't know whether you know who it is, but let me tell you who it was. It's a fellow by the name of Joseph of Arimathea. He was a counselor. He came to beg the body of Jesus after Jesus had been crucified. And along with Nicodemus, he buried him. But the text tells us in Luke chapter 23 verse 50 that he was a good man and just. Okay. Just because we are who we are, we can understand basically what it means to be good, to be a good person. And I think, without me having to prompt you, you can, in your own mind, understand and visualize what a good person is, and who a good person is. Now, I don't mean a person that's just good once in a while, but a good person. A good person. A good person has some qualities, and you can see them. You can see them very easily. Now, what I'm pressing is that the kingdom is populated by good people. That's what God wants. Good people a good person is decent isn't that right when, when you think about a good person don't you think about a person that's decent and upright has a high moral standard isn't picky isn't, isn't arrogant but is just a good, decent morally upright individual that's good a good person is considerate of other people a good person is not going to make you feel bad for anybody else the good person is going to be kind, nice. A good person is nice, just nice. I'm just talking about what we see as good. The good person is polite and respectful. Doesn't necessarily hurt your feelings or say bad things to you or cause trouble that doesn't need to be caused or irritate you just because they can't irritate you or say things just because they can get under your skin. A good person is polite. And a good person is respectful. Respectful of your space. A good person is a good neighbor. A good person will not take advantage of you. Will not cheat you. A good person is thoughtful of others. A good person is pleasant. You know, it's not a good person does does not bring you down and fill you with despondency when you're around them. A good person doesn't constantly criticize you, make you feel bad, try to cause trouble. That's what a good person does. But I'm just telling you what we know, what you agree with me to be a good person, pleasant person, they're pleasant, they're helpful. If something has to be done, they step up and say, I'll, I'll help if I can. That's what a good person is, and they're attentive. They're not just attentive to themselves because a good person is not selfish. A good person is concerned about you and others. Not about how, what their image is, but what your image is. A good person is patient, not irritated easily. A good person is humble. So I've just described what we would consider just from a human standpoint what a good person is and a person who is aware of themselves and their personal needs in respect to being good knows that it's hard to be good as a matter of fact it is almost impossible to be good and once you recognize that once you recognize that I'm not always good and I'm not as good as I should be Then you you say, well, I need some help. And often we reach out to someone that we have confidence in that that person can help us. But you know the one who can help us is God in heaven and our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only one who can step in and change us so that we can be good. Nobody else can do it. But God can, through His Son Jesus Christ, we're told in Romans chapter verse chapter two verse four that the goodness of God leads us to repentance. What that means is that I finally realize within myself I, I want to be in the kingdom. But you know the kingdom is populated with good people. I want to be one of the good people. I want to be part of that community. But in order, to, I know I'm not. I'm not worthy. And so, what overcomes me is a feeling of I need to repent. I need to somehow start all over again and see if I can get it right next time, because I didn't. I haven't gotten it right yet. So I have to repent, and that, that, thats what, the, of course, the New Testament teaches. John the Baptist came preaching repentance for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Why repent? Because if you're going to get in the kingdom, you're going to have to make some changes in who you are now I want to continue to emphasize this the kingdom is not the only place where a person can do something good because there are people, good people who are trying to do good things but are not completely doing it like you can do when you come into the kingdom of Christ we don't, we don't want to discount what good people do at times once in a while or whenever, or maybe the majority of times. But in order to be good completely, you have to be in the kingdom, and in the kingdom you have to be under Jesus Christ the King, because he's the one who can make you truly, in fact, good. A good person. It progresses, that is, the idea of repentance progresses to the point that we say, okay, I want to remake who I am. I want to start all over again. And so that's why Jesus told uh, the uh, fellow by the name of Nicodemus that he had to be born again. Start all over again. You have to be, come into the kingdom of God as a baby. You have to start. You, you thought you knew what was good. You thought you knew what was right. You thought you knew what was honest. You thought you knew what was decent. You thought you knew how to deal with other people. You didn't. Start all over again. You become a babe. You're washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. You're buried with him in baptism, <coughs> excuse me, and you're raised with him in newness of life. You're a new person. And that new person has to learn new habits. There are two factors. There are two factors in this text that I introduced to you to start with. You may not have seen them. In Matthew chapter 7 verse 15 through 20. You may not have seen the two factors. You may have seen only one. But I'm going to tell you there's two. There's two factors in attaining goodness. And if we'll take a look at at them, we'll see. Let's look. at. see if I can get something up on the chart. John is scrambling. Is it there? There it is. I can't see it, but you can. Okay. He said a good tree produces good fruit two factors right first of all you have to have a good tree and then you get the good fruit you cannot have good fruit from a bad tree that's what the text says isn't it the text says no no good fruit from bad trees so we have a bad tree so the first factor is, you have to start with an individual who has some goodness of their own character. There has to be some goodness in the individual or you have no goodness that you can produce. Because good fruit does not come from a bad tree. Isn't that correct? There these two factors. Now, let's look at it a different way. In Luke 8 and in Matthew chapter 13 there's a parable of a sower that is a fellow who plants seed and the seed and you know what the sower does again two factors the fellow planting the seed plants the seed along the wayside where it's rocky soil and it doesn't uh, hard soil and compacted. and the devil comes and, and the birds come and pick up the seed but he says that's the devil taking the gospel message out of your heart before it ever gets there Then the next one is in shallow ground. The seed pops up. Then after a while of persecution, it withers and dies. But he says, when you plant it in good soil, then it produces a good crop. So now then, you have a good crop. Good seed produces good fruit. It says, that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart Having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Again, we're looking at a good field. You start with something that's good, and then you can produce good fruit. Follow me? Okay. If you have a barren field, you're not going to get good fruit. Two factors. The first factor is you have to start with something good there has to be some innate goodness in the individual that you're going to teach the gospel to a lot of people go out trying to plant seed on barren barren fields trying to pick fruit off of dead trees not there it has to start with someone who has some quality of goodness within them not completely but some quality The secret of goodness is contained in God's Word. How do I get good? How do I become good? How do I have good fruit? Well, I have to start out somehow with being a basic good character. And then from there, I can develop or should be able to develop. Now, the point is, we cannot become good as God wants us by ourselves. can't do it. It's not going to work that way if I strive and strive and strive that I want to do good works and I go out and do the best works I think I can do and I'm still not producing good fruit, the problem is that I'm not letting God help me do it I'm doing it, trying to do it myself it's not going to work now let me read a text it's a long one and I'm, what, I'm, what I'm going to say to you is this that if you want to be a good person populating the kingdom. You're not going to do it because of you are you are the good person to start with and you have good fruits already. You're going to have to yield yourself to Jesus Christ and let him work in your life and in your heart. And you're going to have to allow the Spirit to come into your heart and you're going to have to allow this transformation to take place within you so that you're yielding yourself to him and his judgment and his supervision and his guidance and not your own <coughs> excuse me <coughs> Galatians 5 verse 16 I'm going to read it's rather long this I say walk in the spirit and you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would but if you be led to the spirit you're not under the law there's the difference. I'm going to try to do good on my own. I have my own judgment. I know what's good and I know what's bad. I know what's right and I know what's wrong. I'm going to do this because I have, I, I know. I know. I, it's, it's all on me now. I, I can do this. And that's where we make our biggest mistake. You cannot be good by yourself, it won't work it will not work you have to be good through the spirit through the influence of Jesus he has to rise up in you and it has to be him doing it and not you doing it you follow so the kingdom populated by good people are populated by people who are being guided by the spirit of God into goodness what are the works that we're accomplishing? Well, someone says, I'm, I'm going to build something, build a big monument to God. That's such a good work. Another one says, I'm going, to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go out and I'm, I'm going to make sure that everybody is well taken care of. You know, that, that's not what the Bible talks about when it talks about fruits, fruits of the Spirit. Listen to this. The works of the flesh are manifest. So here, if you're, if you're trying to be good Here are the things that are going to work against you. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, (laughs) hatred, variance, emulations, pride, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, such like of which I tell you before as I've also told you in times past, they would do such things, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit. Now, here we have a tree looking full of fruit. What's the fruit? Someone says, well, that's all the people I brought to Jesus. That's the fruit. That's not the fruit he's talking about. If someone comes to Jesus, they'll come because Jesus drew them through the gospel and you may have presented the gospel to them. But what's happening is that you are supposed to be developing and you can be developing. You want to be a good person. Let the Spirit of God make you a good person. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy. Why well, am just not happy? Well, let the Spirit of God make you happy. Let Jesus lead you into the veils of happiness. Let God work in you rather than you trying to do it yourself. Whether you're looking around and casting around trying to find something that's going to make you happy. Let Jesus make you happy. Let God make you happy. Let the Holy Spirit fill you with His Word and His guidance and let Him make you happy. Peace. Long-suffering. You you say, well, I just can't stand this person, that person. Why? Well, I don't like the way they act. Let the Spirit make you long-suffering. Let the Spirit make you gentle. Don't say things that will upset people and irritate people and get people in an uproar or make trouble in the home or make trouble in the family or make trouble in the society or do things that will cause harm and damage other people. Let the Holy Spirit, let the, let the Word of God, let Jesus himself make you gentle. Goodness, he says, and faith. Meekness. Don't be arrogant. Let the Holy Spirit help you to be meek. Temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts thereof. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So that's the point I'm trying to make this morning. Two factors here. First of all, you start with some pretty good character. If you, don't, if, you, if you don't have the character, you're not going to have the fruit, obviously. If you're not a good tree, you can't have good, good fruit. But Lord, make me a good tree. Okay, repent. Change your life. Open yourself up. Let God transform you. Let Him make you in the type of person that you know, if you want to be a good person, that you can be. You can be a good person. Because Jesus can make you into that. God to help you become the type of person that people look at and say, that's a good person. That's a good person. I want to be around them. Thank you.